Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. chorus we've got a little bit of feedback there brendan that's on your end so we're gonna have to get that straightened out didn't have that issue the last couple days uh but we are uh, live at the chorus building in downtown vancouver getting ready for the 2019 nhl entry draft this is orders now it's brought to you by digitex Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated office technology, software, IT, and supplies. So much to get to. Yesterday, right at the top of the show, the Oilers announced that Jim Playfair would be the associate coach. We'll hear from Jim Playfair in today's edition of Oilers Now. We'll also have a one-on-one with Oilers head coach, Dave Tippett. That'll be in the back half of the show. First half of the show, we're going to replay some comments from Brian Burke and uh, Oilers general manager, Ken Holland along with Elliot Freeman joining us for an early hit. Uh, but right now at this time, we're going to go straight into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. And this is Ken Holland yesterday addressing the Yesapoli-Arvey situation. He's the fourth overall pick in the draft three years ago. You know, he's 21 years of age. He's still a young player. My hope was, you know, we could get him into an, an order uniform and uh, go about the process of developing developing him into uh, um, the best player that he can be. Obviously, things have probably changed here over the last few days, but 
you know, if I can do a deal, I'm going to do a deal. If I don't, if I, there's no deal to be made, there's no deal to be made, and then we'll have to deal with with uh, the situation uh, next week. All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Uh, this is former longtime NHL executive Brian Burke on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now as to how he'd handle Paul Yarby in this situation. I'd, I'd ignore it completely. I'd do exactly what what Kenny's doing. I'd, I'd ignore the agent completely. I don't. I don't care if a player asks for a trade if it doesn't make sense for the team. I don't get paid to keep him happy. I get paid to win games. If he goes to Europe, the Oilers keep his rights. Knock yourself out. And following that comment up was Brian Burke. He just said that uh, Paul Yarby isn't in a position to ask for a trade. You're not in a position to demand a trade when you haven't accomplished anything. The better way to do this would have been go quietly, Kenny, and say, look, it's not working out. See what you can work out with you. And then you can always issue ultimatums and threats later on in the summer. Doing it now and doing it publicly, he just turned anyone in Edmonton, any fan in Edmonton that was in his corner, he just turned him against. All right. Uh, that is Brian Burke, and that is... Our Oilers Now Audio Vault, which is brought to you daily by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Again, we're at the Chorus Building in Vancouver. Uh, special thanks to our engineers, Dave Buckner and Mitch Bunda. And uh, Jack Michaels will be sliding in today at 1235. Uh, we will tell you that at one uh, twenty today, Edmonton time, Kirby Dock, who could be a storyline for today's draft, uh, will join us Support Saskatchewan product. And we'll also hear from Dave Tippett and from Jim Playfair. But without further ado, we'll move him up early a half hour. It's Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino. Elliot, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing, bud? Good. Do you have any reverberation on your end, Elliot? Just a little bit, but uh, okay. it's fine. I can handle it. I'm used we can to work our way distorted. through it. I'm used to you sounding distorted, so it's all good. Well, there's a, you know, Social Distortion was one of my favorite bands back in the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. Did they play them on CGSW? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> oh, wait, that's the Calgary Campus Station. What was the Western Station that you started at? CHRW. Oh, there we go. I knew, I knew it, I had a W in it. All right, let's get to it, Elliot. Uh, all's quiet literally on the Western Front at this time. No, I don't know if it's quiet. I think things are starting to pick up. It's a it's a busy day. Um, you know, we've heard, you know, we've heard some rumblings. I heard maybe some San Jose Chicago talk. I was wondering if that was maybe Aaron Dell, uh, something like that. San Jose looking to clear money. Uh, Chicago maybe looking for some goaltending depth. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I always get crazy about uh, i always want to be careful about what i say on radio because as you know it turns into a fiasco sometimes but i, I think you know suban's name has definitely been out there i think um you know i think vancouver's looked at it um you know look again i, I want to be really careful with this i think toronto has at least looked at it i don't think it's necessarily possible for them until they get the whole marner thing sorted out but I think they at least check to see if it made any sense financially. Um, I don't know where it's going to go, but, I mean, there's a lot of good names out there, and we'll just have to see where it all ends up. All right. Well, you heard Brian Burke's comments on Yes, the Poliarvi. 
Unfortunately for the Oilers right now, there's not much of a market. I mean, maybe a like-minded prospect. Uh, and then also, you know, perhaps a, a pick combination of some sort. Well, you, you know, transpires I, I, there? I, think, I think the other thing that is potentially interesting with Pugliarvi is, like, I, I kind of wonder if the kid doesn't want to, prefers to go somewhere quieter. And, um, you know, I, I wonder if he, his preference is not to play right now in Canada. Um, is is not to play in Canada. Like, I wonder if that's also part of this whole situation that the kid just wants to go somewhere else where it can be a bit quieter. And I, I wonder if that's another layer to all this. There's no question that, you know, Edmonton's not dealing from a position of strength. I think we all kind of recognize that. Um, I think we all kind of recognize that. And I, that's why I understand the way Burke thinks. I think you kind of see they're kind of in a position where it's not the best case scenario for them. And uh, can you just check it. It's the best case scenario for them. And they might have to draw a harder line. And uh, but I think they're going to try. But as you know, in this league, when you're in a situation like that, they don't throw you life preservers, they throw you anvils. Yeah, no question about that. Tyson Berry, Elliot, what are you hearing there? Well, I'm hearing a lot. Um, you know, I, I, I think that, look, like Sam Cosentino, who I think knows the draft really well, he said, he, we were talking this morning, and he said that, you know, he's leaning towards Kirby Doc going number three to Chicago. If that's the case and that happens, you know, Bowen Byram is probably going for it at Colorado. And then you've got Gerard, you've got McCarr, you've got a Byram and, uh, and uh, you know, everything that, and, and the D. Eric Todd Johnson. And Eric Johnson, like, they already have a good D and now you're adding to it. You know, Barry's one year away from unrestricted free agencies at 116 points the last two years. He's a right-hand shot. He's a really talented guy. I mean, unless Colorado wants to, you know, Kawhi Leonard it and keep him and go for it next year, um, it, it would make a lot of sense. And I, and I think there'd be a lot of interest. He's a hell of a player. But if you know one thing about Colorado, and they proved it with Matt Shane, they're patient. They are patient. And um, that's what they'll do. Yeah, well, there's no no question. I mean, come on. They surprised everybody with the overall haul uh, that they ended up getting uh, for Matt Duchesne. I mean, it was ridiculous the amount they got back. I mean, they were two different organizations in the deal. Elliot Freeman for the River Cree Resort and Casino. Bob Stoffer with you in Vancouver as well. This is Oilers now. Uh, we're going to have Kirby Doc on the show, Elliot, uh, in the second hour. You, you're saying word is uh, could be going as high as three. A lot of people had Alex Turcott slotted there. So we could have Western Hockey Leagues at three and four. What are you hearing on Dylan Cousins? You know, I think that it's really tough to predict, Bob, because you know, everybody talks about how the draft started at three. You know, we know Hughes is going one, we think. Taco's going two, we think. And then what does Chicago want? And, you know, like, like I was talking to Sam this morning, and I think Sam really knows his stuff. And he says that, you know, if, if that's what happens, then the wild cards start, and everybody starts looking at their list and saying, we got to make moves. Like, you know, where's Pod Colson going? Some people wonder if Iserman with a clean sheet in, in uh, Detroit decides they're going to do that. Um, like, there's a whole lot of stuff here. 
there's a whole lot of wild cards. And I, I hesitate to give an exact answer because I think it is all going to be determined crazily by different stuff. You mentioned P.K. Subban. Yeah. Is it possible? I mean, he's he's a name that, you know, is, was out there a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. Never close in the Montreal rumors with Edmonton, may I add. But um, okay, and, and because a lot of that was put forward by uh, uh, a, a, Montre- a former Oiler based in Montreal, and it was out to lunch in terms of what he was hearing. But anyhow, I digress. Uh, he, he did end up getting traded to Nashville. Will they move this quickly on him? And, and why would that be the case? Well, I, I think that. Well, first of all, I, the one reason I believe that Vancouver could very well be in this again is the deal that was was going to happen was going to be Vancouver. Uh, if Pierre-Luc Dubois had fallen to Montreal in that draft. And Columbus ended that because they they drafted him. And that killed that deal. So it wouldn't surprise me if Vancouver was, was still around there at all. Um, you know, I think it's possible. Um, you know, Nashville's got, and not to take effect for a year, but they're going to have to do a, good, a big extension for Yossi. We all know they're interested in Duchesne. They've got, you know, Dante Fabro. They've got Young D. They really believe in their group. Like, they're one of the few teams that defensively, I think Subban is a player. If he's not there, it hurts. But they've still got Yossi. They've still got Ellis. They've still got uh, Eckholm. Like, they've got a good D. And they need to score. And, you know, PK can get you players. So I think there's a lot of moving targets there. And I can see the possibility of it. Elliot Freeman joining us for the uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers River Creek Resort and Casino. Bob Stoffer with you at the Chorus Building, downtown Vancouver, twenty first floor. It's the NHL entry draft coming up. All right, so Pulleyarby, we discussed uh, is is the Lucic sort of uh, at one time Neil at another time Erickson. I get the sense that's losing a little bit of steam, Elliot. I think so. Uh, you know, it's a complicated deal to put together. Like, like I don't like I like there was the. The whole idea of Erickson going to Calgary, I don't think Calgary was ever interested in that. So I didn't put a lot of stock in that three-way um, because I don't think Eric, like I don't think Erickson's the kind of player that Calgary is looking for. So that's number one. Now number two, I just think this this whole Lucic Erickson deal it's complicated, and you've got you know two teams dealing from a position of weakness, and they're trying to outmaneuver each other. So I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an easy deal to make as we all think it is. At different times, you know, I've talked to you before. I thought Pulyarvi was in that deal. I've had people tell me that one time Goldobin was potentially in that deal. Um, you know, I don't. I, you know, I, I think that what goes on around it is as big a factor as just the two players themselves. All right, Elliot, we know you're super busy today. Uh, we appreciate you joining us on Oilers Now and have fun on the floor. All right, thanks very much, Bob. Have a great weekend, okay, buddy? You bet. That, yes, thank you. That is Elliot Friedman for NHL Hockey on Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Now, you can text us at any time at 630-630. It's brought to you by Heartland Ford. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. It's one of the largest Ford dealerships in the province of Alberta. And you can also reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. They're getting bigger and better at the River Cree this month. Their main casino floor now 100% smoke-free. 1220 in Edmonton. And when we come back in Oilers now, my broadcast partner, Jack Michaels, will join us. And... Um, 
We've got Sam Constantino coming up. Late add to the show, Kirby Doc. You just heard Elliot say uh, Sam believes he's going to go as high as number three in the draft. And then in the final half hour of the show, we'll get to Dave Tippett. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. As well as Jim Playfair. From Vancouver, this is Oilers Now. Uh, making the, uh, what, 14-block jaunt over from uh, uh, Park. Uh, uh, JW Marriott is Jack Michaels. Jack, how are you? Bob, glad to join you from high atop uh, the city of Vancouver. We've gotten some sunshine yeah. this week, so it's been a very pleasant week. And it sounds like, uh, you know, we might be looking at locks potentially in the top three, which would mean the draft would begin at four. Well, and uh, and on that note, so Kirby Doc, and we're going to have Sam Constantino coming up. Um, we moved Elliot around. Sam will join us at uh, 1 o'clock Edmonton time. Kirby Doc's going to now join us at 1.20. Um, but by, and, I, and I've reached out to a couple different organizations, and they think Doc is going number three as well. So it's not just the media. It's, it's some of the other teams. Um and I think a lot of people think, based on how Joe Sackick handled the whole situation with Duchesne, that even though he has depth on defense, he's not going to be afraid to take Bowen Byram. And so Byram will end up being number four to Colorado. And so I would 100% think he'd take Bowen Byram because, I, I mean, he, he's got some prospects coming on defense. I Depth on defense might be a little strong for me when it comes to Colorado defense. Well, they might be trading Tyson Berry here, Jack. Well, and especially if if that, I mean, you've been saying that for three years, but if that finally came to fruition, then they'd certainly uh, be looking to draft the defenseman. The other thing that could be in play, Bob, is if you draft Bowen Byram, then maybe you have the ability to move a guy like Barry to finally give that top line in Colorado some support yeah. on the second unit. Well, if you're Toronto, would you trade? Uh, would you trade now some Cadre for Tyson Barry? I'm not sure why Toronto is interested in trading Nazem Kadri. Yeah. I, uh, why? I mean, I'll put it to you this way. You get asked the question all the time about trading Oscar Clefbaum for an asset yeah. up front. Why would you do that? Kadri's uh, cap hit great. is every a, bit as team-friendly as Clefbaum's. He's got a great contract. I, uh, don't, you, don't you think that the same people who think that Edmonton should move Clefbaum are, are the same people who uh, think that Toronto should move Kadri? Okay. I think in today's NHL with this cap, why would you? There's one difference, though, and that is, uh, and unfortunately for Kadri, he has to deal with this. I mean, Well, because he, he's had the incidents that have got him and, suspended. And, and potentially, given the fact that they lost both series, and they were... And we can argue, right? Right, but they lost in seven in both. I think series. it'd be an overreaction to trade him, Bob. Yeah, I well, you know what? Because I don't think Toronto now, was getting out of for, the East. For the record, I would not trade Adam Larson for uh, for Nazem Kadri because you gave up Taylor Hall. You, you need if in Edmonton situation. So here's the thing: in Colorado situation, they have Eric Johnson, who's a right shot. 
And now they have Kale McCarr, who's the right shot. So they could afford to move Tyson Berry because McCarr, clearly based on what we saw in the playoffs, is going to be a top four NHL defenseman. And well, if they, especially if they get Byram on the left side to join. What's, what's the kid they got from Nashville? The little uh, left-handed uh, French-Canadian defenseman that they got from Nashville. Colorado? Yeah. Gerard, Sam, oh, Sam, Sam Gerard, right? Yeah. So they got so you'd have Gerard and because Byram might be able to play this year. See, I I think Cal McCarr is going to be a top four defenseman, but he also I, I'm not going to rush to judgment on him based on one playoff series, Bob, because he came in fresh after a 30 game season in NCA. He's going to have to go through an 82 game grind no, next fair. year, that's and fair, that's going to be a different animal. But Jack, he, he, oh, he looked, absolutely, he looked dynamic. But I'm, I'm just saying in the short term, Bob, and that's why I've never liked the idea if you're Colorado of moving Tyson Berry for much the same reason that I don't know why Toronto's in a rush to move Nazem Kadri. I think it'd be an overreaction based on what he's done. But during the regular season, he is an extremely valuable commodity. And trust me, I think, you know, I just can't imagine he'd allow... You know what Nazem Kadri is for me, Bob? He's a little bit of Draymond Green. You've got to deal with some of the periphery distractions, right. and he rides the edge. But, boy, he is an invaluable member of your hockey club. Except and he, like Green, he's cap-friendly. He is cap-friendly, but he took himself out of the mix at critical junctures, and you would think— Is there any tr more critical juncture than Game 5 of the NBA Finals when you're up three games to one? They stuck with Draymond, and it paid off for the two more championships. I know they got KD, but I think we saw in the recent NBA playoffs yeah. how valuable Draymond Green is— Trust me, I think Nazem Kadri is. Yeah, I guess my my contrast to yeah. that would be they still had outside shooters. Golden State, they still had guys that can make threes. And you look at the Leafs, they don't have, they do not have offensive. They've got Morgan Riley on the left side. If they don't re-sign Jake Gardner, right, they need another. So you're saying Barry is more valuable to their team than Kadri? Well, especially be. when you're rolling with Matthews and Tavares as your one-two centers. For sure, if they can make that deal. But what's? I mean, I guess Toronto would look at it as, you know, we're getting someone <laughs> something we don't have, and Colorado would look at it as we've got our number two center. And we got a text out of RCN out of uh, Calgary said, "Bob, you're missing the boat here. It's going to be one of the Calgary guys going for Cadre, and then you're going to see Cadre with uh, Bennett and Kachuk on the second line going up against Edmonton." Now, who does Calgary move for? Cadre? Well, it'd be uh, either Brody or Hamonic, most likely Brody. Yeah, but Toronto doesn't do the deal for Hamannick, would he? Would they? I mean, I, that, I that would make no so. sense to me. We've got to run off to the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Bob Stoffer, Jack Michaels with you. Uh, again, 1 o'clock today, Sam Constantino. We're going to take some texts. Send us your uh, trade suggestions. What makes sense? Wasn't, uh, does it not make sense? Jack and we will come back, discuss a bit about whether or not this is kind of like all those Bachelor shows. The most dramatic rose ceremony, except it never is. There's never as much activity as we think. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.